It's time for Biscuits and Gravy, live from the Biscuit Bunker. Well, you wake up All right. No more waking up in the morning for me, baby. Time is an illusion. Yeah, what? What time were you waking up for work before? Uh, I usually wake up at 7.30 every day. 7.30? Even, yeah, even on my days off. What time What time does the place usually open? Uh, I get to get there at 8.45, and then we open the doors at 9. Okay. Yeah. 7.45. 7 anything is rough. No, you got to get used to it, man. And I, I get up, I drink water, and I, like, dick around on the couch for, like, a little bit, and then start my day. Good morning and aloha, Biscuiteers, my gravy gals, my Biscuit boys. I have missed you so much. It is I, Chuck Sauce, and I'm here with the one, the only, my co-host, my cohort, my co-biscuit bumper inhabitant, Vincent Fody. Vincent Fody, welcome to the Biscuit Bunker studio today. Uh, it's great to be here in the Biscuit Bunker with you, Chuck. I kind of, there is some benefits to being in the Biscuit Bunker. I can have your girlfriend make me ten Bloody Marys. That, uh, we can fucking say things like... You watch your language, but... young man. <laughs> <laughs> we're not... Funky butt love. Broadcasting live from the historic Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater. We're not doing this on KKU 88.5, a non-profit educational radio show in Maui. We are broadcasting live from the Biscuit Bunker. Live That's from right. The, the world bunker. is on lockdown, guys. In beautiful downtown Kihei. It is almost peak coronavirus. And check, we've check waited this in out. line. We've got on the roller coaster, and it's about to start, baby. Wait, we're on the roller coaster? Oh, it's about to be peak Corona time. All right. Here, listen to this. Here's something we normally wouldn't be allowed to play on our show. I don't think he can say Barbara Streisand on the radio. This has got to be the worst weed I've smoked in years. I was cleaning my house. I know, it sounds unbelievable, guys. Biscuiteers, I don't clean my house often, but if there's a national emergency or I need to stay home a little bit more, I will clean my house. And I found some marijuana in my house, and I started smoking it. And it is really terrible. It's, Are you sure it's marijuana? I don't. There were seeds in it. It might be when like. When was the last time you saw seeds and weed? It might be like oregano and carpet fibers. I feel like there's definitely some carpet. But my carpet should get me high. Anyway, guys, we have one hell of a doozy of a show for you today. The Biscuit Bunker is swimming with conspiracy theories. The Biscuit Bumper smells like a lot of good food. That's right. We're going to be taking on food in our Biscuit Bumper sounds like somebody that has sex with biscuits. Oh, Biscuit Bunker? Yeah, there we go. We're in the bunker. Yeah. Now, the Biscuit biscuit Bumper is our bumper sticker. (laughs) And if you want to get a bumper sticker, give us a call at 808. Eight something something thirty four thirty four thirty five. Now Vince, we won't we won't be there, but you can talk to Tony. I think he's still there. <laughs> Just ask for Tony, and uh, tell him to uh, email us or something. I don't know, but I have actual bumper stickers. Yeah, let's do it. I. I know you just got a new car, so I, I know you, I know you're not putting uh, bumper stickers on your on your brand new car, but my car has lots of bumper stickers on it. Yeah, I'm really happy I bought a brand new car uh, about a month before this whole Corona thing started. <laughs> <laughs> 
But at least you were you were driving it. You got to drive it to Hana. I did. And you got to drive it back and forth to work. I but, went to a uh, side of the you island. Are out of work. That, I'm out of work, baby. You're no longer essential. I'm no longer essential. I've lost two out of my three jobs. I'm still a national broadcasting superstar I here. Was, I was laid off before the restaurant that I worked at even closed. Comedy has been I closed went, for quite some time, too. I, I haven't went on to vacation. comedy in so long. I went on vacation. We all went to... You, me, and Quirky Gardner, the three of us, friend of the show, Quirky Gardner, we all went to Hana. Oh, my God. It was so great. And then when we came we back from Hana. and did acid, and we swam in waterfalls. And then an hour later, my boss called me and said that he's cutting my hours in well, half. We, we approached the waterfall. <laughs> but for some reason, when you tried to swim closer to that waterfall, it just kept pushing you away from it. I couldn't stop laughing. Like one of those infinity pools. The harder pools. I swam... The farther the waterfall would push me away. Yeah, it was like a treadmill pool. <laughs> it was a fun trip. It Today's show trip. is brought to us in part by our lovely community-minded celebrity sponsors like Clay Aiken's Pottery Palace, when you're aching for some clay. And also by Paul Reiser's Yeast. Makes a great Jewish rye. You'll be mad about Paul Reiser's Yeast. Ooh. And, and also course. by, <laughs> let's see, Dwayne Johnson's Wholesale Seafood. It isn't a rock. It's a rock lobster. Do you smell what the, the rock, rock is, cooking? is cooking? All right, coming up on the show, we're going to finish the episode off with a lovely segment we like to call Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. We're going to talk a little bit about Gluttony Club. What have you been cooking in your bomb shelters, everybody? I want to hear about it. I also want to hear about it. And we want to hear about it. If you have any questions for us or if you have any questions for me for Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo, you can always email us at the biscuits and gravy. That's the biscuits and gravy at gmail.com. Somebody's got biscuits and gravy at gmail.com. And they're not answering the questions like I am, everybody. I'll tell you something. Yeah, they haven't answered any of the questions. <laughs> Like, I, I asked them this question. Can I have your email address? <laughs> they did not respond. We're like, Bend pretty over, please. Abigail May, because here comes a gravy pipe. I am so excited to be on the gravy train today, Vincent Fody. What other stuff are, are you we really? going to talk about on the show today? Why are listeners going to not change the station and listen to John Prine? Also, RIP, John Prine. Wait, John Prine died? Yeah. And this is kind of weird. I get off my rocker. John Prine has been dying for a long time. He was actually supposed to perform in Maui on March 28th. He had canceled his show over a month before due to health issues. Huh. I this thought guy, I just saw him on, like, the Colbert Report or something. That was recorded way long ago. Oh, uh, see, that's what I get for not watching the video, so, just looking at and it. And it's also mislabeled. Uh, so they did it, and it was never on the Colbert Report, but it's an old recording of, of John Prine, and his hands look terrible and he's kind of bloated. He has, like, had cancer twice. He actually wow. had eight albums— had cancer, and then started winning awards for his amazing music. But more about that later. Wow. Well, he's in hell now because his flag to cow won't get him into heaven anymore. The flag to cow won't get you That's... into heaven anymore. That is a deep cut reference for all of our John oh, Prine baby. fans. It, I, I doubt that anybody else besides you got that reference. How do you even know who John Prine is? I love John Prine. He's like one of my favorite people. I get like drunk in my backyard and listen to him on my headphones and cry sometimes. It's really John Prine music. is one of your favorite people? Yeah, I love John Prine. Interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> I stayed with him after he got his divorce. Is he the folk singer that can only be divided by one and himself? Yes. 
No, yeah. that's that's John Prime. Well, of course. Okay. Coming up on the show, we got spoiler alert. This show is off to a rough start. <laughs> what TV shows are you going to spoil for us today, Vincent Fody? Ch- more, the better question is, what TV shows am I not going to spoil? Because we've got <laughs> we've got a lot of stuff to talk about for spoiler alert, oh especially because of the fact that um, HBO is free now. <laughs> It's always been free because I've been stealing your HBO password. Oh yeah, it's always free if you just <laughs> if you just take my HBO password. But now, be to everybody else besides you, it is also free. I bought a Roku from somebody once, and it was used, and they didn't sign out of all their accounts. Oh nice! So I had free everything for like two by years. somebody you mean your old roommate? Yeah. <laughs> I'm more concerned about your gravy level. You doctors have been telling us to drink eight glasses of gravy a day. Are you ready to get on the gravy train? I'm so ready. To get on the cricket train today. Today's show is presented in a part by Anthony Hopkins Pogo Sticks. When you want to get hopping, get Hopkins. And also by Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte, it's bad for you. Ah, we have so much to talk about today. But I have a question that's been on my mind all morning, Vincent Fody. It's been plaguing me more than the coronavirus. What's that? What's going on, brother? <laughs> I think people have been missing the uh, the Marvin Gaye clip. When I got into my car today, this song started at the beginning, and I got to listen to it in its entirety. I was in Walmart one time, and What's Going On started playing on the, the radio in the store, and I was like, are they listening to Biscuits and Gravy at clearly, Walmart? And then clearly. I was like, wait a second. That doesn't make any sense. I was in Walmart a week ago, and they were listening to Talking Heads. What is going on with this world? I don't know. It's it's That's how you know that um, the music that you listen to isn't edgy when you walk into like a store and it's playing in the supermarket. Yeah. You're like, oh, man, I love Phil Collins. And then <laughs> or like Alabama Shakes plays at my mattress store all the time. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> the Alabama Shakes actually can be cured by just getting a good night's sleep and in a silly posturepedic mattress. <laughs> we should do now that we're now that we're podcast only. We should do podcast commercials. Oh, yeah. So Casper could, mattresses, get Casper. Casper mattresses. Um, Something. Um, <laughs> It comes in a box, and then you o- you open it, and it's, like, vacuum-sealed, and then mm-hmm. it opens up. You cut it, and it inflates like uh, Pillsbury Doughboy. Right. And it smells really groovy. It and then, like- um, does the Pillsbury Doughboy inflate? Uh, yeah. Or does he just rise? Oh, no, Pillsbury Dough. The rises. Pillsbury Doughboy is always inflated. It's always inflated. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Castro has a foam bed, so they can push all the air out of it, essentially. So, I mean, like, a king-size bed weighs, like, 200 pounds. Right. But they push all the air out of it, they vacuum seal it, they roll it up, and then they pay FedEx, like, $2 to ship it to you. I don't know how FedEx makes money, but they make money. I don't know. So uh, that's, that's how mattresses work. So, yeah, Casper, give us money. Yeah. If you can hear this. If not, then fuck you, yeah. Casper Mattress. Fuck you, Casper. We don't fucking we're need gonna you. We're going to ghost you if you we're don't gonna, give us money. <laughs> we're going to get that Squarespace money. We can just shit on Casper if what's they don't the, give us money. What's right? the food? What's the food box? There's too many stupid food boxes. They mail you like a piece of blah, parsley in like two Ziploc bags. There's I one where it. they just blue nail, apron. Blue apron. There's one where they it's called like healthy snack or something where they yeah. just mail you granola and I got mix. the free healthy snack. I used a bunch of email addresses. Oh yeah, and had it mailed it to my old house. And I lived at 204 Luca Circle, and I never locked the doors. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and oh also, Lord. today's show is also brought to us by Squarespace. Squarespace. <laughs> it's a space that's square. Yeah. Also, Squarespace, every room you're in during lockdown. 
It's lame, guys. I hate lockdown. I've had enough square spaces. I'm not yelling enough during lockdown. Coming up on the show, we say no more handshakes in America. What's going on with that? Well, our president told us that we don't have to shake hands anymore, remember? But he's got the biggest hands. He should shake hands more than anybody. He said you don't have to shake hands anymore. Like before, it was was illegal to not shake hands. Yeah, yeah. You were always allowed to not shake hands. It's just people, people uh, enjoyed shaking hands, I guess. Um, but yeah, you never had to shake hands. How how are you handling your quarantine, Chuck? I've been on quarantine for like a day, and I hate it so much. I got <laughs> I finally got furloughed yesterday. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I I just different people handle it differently. Yeah. Like like I, for instance, I enjoy not having to talk to anybody or be around anybody yeah you're like wow the busiest part of the year on island was about to happen usually easter the weeks leading up to easter and then spring well, break, spring break right is usually easter. pretty busy this is the busiest money-making time of the but year not as busy and it's as, all closed down not as busy as uh like the holiday time trump wanted to keep it open but no our local government knew how exponential grass worked and said lock it down exponential grass is set what you've been smoking recently <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I've actually, it's my n- lisp is coming back now that I'm not in the studio. It's, it's nice having a, uh, it's nice having an excuse to not have to hang out with people. <laughs> hey man. <laughs> hey, fuck you, dude. <laughs> Today's show is brought to us in part by Jeffrey Tambor's tambourines. Shake things up. Hey now. And also by Macaulay Culkin's caulk guns. No one handles caulk like Macaulay Culkin. Don't remodel your home alone. alone. And also by Brad Pitt's peaches. There's a little pit inside every peach. <laughs> I love the audio. The audio sounds a lot better than last Pons. week. Pons. Christopher, a subsidiary of Brad Pitt's peaches. <laughs> oh, 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 we're getting a phone call here in our studio. Ring, 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 All ring. Right, hold on, let me set this up. <clears throat> Not in my home studio. Caller number five, you're live. Thanks for tuning in to the Biscuits and Gravy Show, live from the Biscuit Bunker. Hey, boys, it's me, your president. Hey! Hey, DJ Donald Trump! It's DJ funny. Donald Trump! It's funny that the, the president has my home phone number. <clears throat> Trump bump, baby! We're getting a Trump bump. How's Trump, you you're not going to believe it. Number, I have people. All right. The presidential quiz knows is shut down, Mr. Trump. Uh, they don't have a drive-thru. It's completely closed. Trump, what are we going to do about it? What are we going to do, Trump? I guess, uh, I guess I'm just going to have to eat a Subway for a little bit. Oh, no! Wait, just a regular old Subway? I don't think I can just handle that. a regular that. old Subway. Ugh. Or you know what? I could just double down on McDonald's. I think double downing on McDonald's is pretty good. Wait, didn't they used to have? Wait, who had a, a sandwich that was called the Double Down? Was it KFC? That was KFC. That was when it was two pieces of fried chicken with uh, eight pieces of bacon and three pieces of cheese. It was called. The, have you ever had one of those, President Trump? You know, I missed out on that craze, unfortunately. That was pretty good, I gotta say. Trump, it's been an exciting week for you. We're so happy that you took a break from golfing to call our show. Absolutely, boys. I took a break from watching Bachelor in Paradise, as I do during the shutdown. I don't like uh. this season of Bachelor in Paradise. I think What's that, that I, I don't like this season of Bachelor in Paradise. I don't like it. No, I'm, I'm watching the old school first season. Oh, all right. <laughs> much, all right. Much better. I was going to say. watching the old seasons of Bachelor in Paradise. 
You should come out here and Absolutely. join us in Hawaii, and then you would be a bachelor in paradise. You know, that's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. I, uh, you know, social distancing is supposed to be six feet. Yeah. But, uh, Melania went and got a restraining order because she really cares. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I heard that you guys uh, were sleeping in separate bedrooms for pretty much since you moved into the White House. So you were really a- actually ahead of the curve. Absolutely. I saw this thing coming a long time ago. Oh, I shit. knew there was going to be a pandemic the whole time. That's now, what now they've Trump, been saying on the news. I got a thing in the mail from you. And I, listeners at home, if they're in a car in your work or crocheting in your bathtub, did you get anything in the mail from Donald Trump recently? I got health. No, I, got I got a post-it. It, it was a it was a blue card, and it had tips for how to stay safe for this pandemic. And it was plenty of sleep, plenty of water, wash your hands, and if you're feeling really sick, don't go out to the store. Stay at home. You mailed this out to almost everyone in the United States, Trump. This is really sound advice. I gotta say, I really enjoyed that advice. Yeah. Well, thank you, boys. You know, I just am a man of the people, trying to keep everybody safe. Now, Trump, how do you feel— about these Democratic states that have gone full lockdown. I know that the ones that support you the most, the only eight states that have not done any sort of lockdown, are only the Republican states. There's eight of them. They're all Republican. What's your message to the Democratic states that locked down, like, weeks ago, even? Look, you know why the Republican states don't lock down? It's because Republicans are so smart. They're (laughs) going to avoid everybody anyways. So we're basically just thinning out the herd of the others, if you know what I mean, the un-Americans. <laughs> the flyover states. More more like flu-over states. Oh, Lord! <laughs> wow. I, uh, you, can boys, use, you can use I that one. That's free. I, uh, <laughs> I, I will use that. I, uh, but I had my first beer. I drank a Bud Light. Oh, yeah? You know, oh, some wow. People say, yeah, some some people say it tastes like piss, but they couldn't be more wrong because at least it comes to, you know, girls who specialize in golden showers. Bud Light, piss, very different. I'm sure if it, if it actually did taste like piss, you would have started drinking a long time ago. He'd be drinking at the podium. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Trump, so glad you called us today. Is there anything else in your mind before we let you go? There is one more thing I got for you boys. Uh, you know how you do the porn parodies and what the name would be? Yeah. Yeah. As a matter of fact, we're going to be playing right. that later on in the show. Oh, no. I have a little special surprise for Chuck. <laughs> I got one for you. Sure. What would be the coronavirus porn parody? Coronavirus? Pornovirus? Nope. Co-ed vid 19. Oh, co-ed vid 19. Wow. Because it's a video. Co-ed. All the girls are 19 years old, you know, perfect age. Oh. I agreed, actually, yeah. All right. I like girls before they pay electricity bills by far. Well, uh, if you go on Pornhub, there's certainly no shortage of COVID-19-themed <laughs> porn out there right now. They're lots just of, rebranding lots it. Lots of masks and people wearing masks and nothing else. A lot of home video of people banging. Yeah. I mean, I guess... You should be careful. I mean, you can wear a mask over your face, but there's probably other ways of getting corona. <laughs> Let's leave it at that. All right. Thank you for calling, President Trump. We we appreciate your call. And uh, stay safe out there. <laughs> I will go too. Take care, Mr. Take President. Care. Thank oh, you. my Lord. 
what would he do without us, you know? Oh, my God. Bernie's out, which means Biden's in, which means we get Trump on our show for, like, another four and a half more years, at least. Well, he'll still, even whether he's president or not, he'll still continue to call the show. We need to make sure to give him the biscuit bump that he stays being our president. But I believe uh, now that Bernie's out and Biden's in, I'm pretty sure uh, I'm going to have to go ahead and say uh, this one's going for Trump. Yeah, Trump can do literally whatever he wants, Biden, dude. Biden uninspiring. Ugh, no. And say what you will about Trump. He's definitely inspiring some people out there. Today's show is brought to us in part by Tara Reads Audiobooks. Need someone to read it to you. Tara Reads. And also Not by... affiliated with Tara Reed, who accuses Biden for it. And also by Britney Spears Haircutting Scissors. For the best in shears, get, get Britney, Britney Spears. Spears. All right. <laughs> Britney Spears. All right. Boop, boop. What's the first stop on the gravy train today, Vincent Fody? Uh, well... I still haven't finished talking about what's going on because, what's going on? as you know, the month is April, and <gasps> April is the fourth month. Yeah. And the year is 2020. Yeah. So when you write the month and the year, it's 420. 420. So this is the month that stoners have been looking toward to for years. 420. Because everybody was like, dude, in in 2020, it's going to be 420 for oh a whole month. Oh, my God. And we are smack dab in the middle of a whole entire month of what 420. What are you going to be doing on 420 on April 20th of this year? And it's crazy because I... The world is shut down, so we can do what? It's in voting. We can do pretty much anything. I have a, I have an entire month off to smoke weed. At least. Dude. And that month happens to be an entire month of 420. <laughs> It's almost like it was meant to be. What if every place drug tests when you come back from your furlough? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm just going to have to switch over to doing uh, cocaine and meth. Mm, I was just thinking meth, of course. Because you can do meth. You can do heroin. Wow, Chuck, you lost a lot of weight. That's out of your, that'll be out of your system in like a day or so. Yeah, isn't it great? But, you just do a bunch of heroin, you're good to but, go. Pretty, but the the most ineffectual drugs are the ones that stay in your system the longest, mm-hmm. which is why uh, you can. It's I don't. As a matter of fact, some states made it illegal for them to drug test you anymore for certain things. Mm-hmm. So I think if you live in a state where marijuana is legal, it's illegal to drug test for marijuana. Interesting. Most places out here in Hawaii are just testing for meth anyway. Yeah, which is weird because like, um, they're like. They're, they're testing for meth and um that's not weird all you have to do <laughs> no it's not weird it's it's weird that like if someone's on meth they usually let you know pretty quick right but it's not, it's also weird speed. because <laughs> if you if you wanted to get a job and you knew you were getting a drug test you meth is out of your system for like one day you can't stop smoking meth for one day well how are you gonna be perky for the interview what are you gonna waste money going to coffee stores <laughs> well maybe they they just assume that um, is it cheaper to smoke meth or have three grande lattes a day? Uh, well, it's got to be pretty. I don't know. You I don't tell know me. Meth. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> How much is three grande lattes? A lot. I don't know. Even if you get all right, a so latte. I, get a lot. <laughs> I mean, it's got like seven bucks, right? I guess so. Yeah. Even if, all right, I get. What do you get? An iced americano or like two shots of espresso on the rocks? Uh, double espresso, maybe with a little bit of chocolate in there. That could cost four bucks easy there, right? Yeah. Let's say you're having three of those a day. Right. That's a lot. 12 bucks. Now, how much does meth cost? Meth, crack, hair, I don't know. See, I think it starts off cheap, but you build your tolerance like everything else. If you know how much so meth like a $10 costs. $10 habit 
will be like a fifty dollar habit. Just email us because I'm actually interested in knowing. Just email us at thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail dot com. I want to know how much does I meth cost. I think a balloon of heroin costs like seven bucks. Is it cost effective to just do meth? Yeah, give us a call at eight oh eight. Oh, I got some corrections for you. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so Fashion Bug is closed. Oh, Remember no! we were talking about Fashion Bug yeah, last we week on the show? on it a smidge. Fashion Bug closed in 2013. Oh, whoa. But Marshall's is still open. We were talking about Marshall's also. Shows, we, I just thought that my girlfriends didn't like Fashion Bug. I, like, moved on to new girls. I don't think anybody liked Fashion out. Bug. That's why fashion it closed. Fashion Bug had the weird icon, huh? little Fashion Bug going on there. It was a, it was a, a Remember lady. Remember Ladybug. Filene's? Like yeah. Filene's Basement? Yeah. Um, wait. The filings that big in Philly? I thought they were like they were like Sears and JC Penney. They were in every mall. No, I think that's more like I think Philadelphia is just below that line. Like I think it's more no like way. I think it's more like Massachusetts, Connecticut, and Bradley's? upstate New York. I know New or York. Caldors. You ever know, Caldors? We did have. They're more like WalMarts. I remember Caldors. Okay. Yeah, Caldors was like it was like a bigger Kmart or like a more beat up Walmart. Yeah. Remember they had no Caldors was like Kmart where they gave up like Caldors they would give up tiling it so the back aisles were like PetSmart where it's all concrete. I always thought it was cow door like a door that a cow Cal- goes through. Yeah, you know cow door. Like, yeah. Open the cow door. It's only for fatties. <laughs> but right. yeah, there, there was a cow door, but there wasn't a Filene's basement in Philadelphia. I don't think. Oh, but lame. there, but I think it started. They didn't call in, it Filene's basement. I, it was just Filene's. Was it? I thought it. Am I thinking of something else? I don't know. It was like it's like JC Penny. I think it was Eileen's basement. Oh well, Eileen. <laughs> I don't know what your childhood was like. So well, now we're gonna have more. We're gonna have more stuff to correct next uh, week. More corrections. Jake Gyllenhaal canceling his weekly trip to the mall on the west side. That's right. Cannery Mall is not gonna have him this week from twelve to twelve. It's gonna yeah, be yeah. It's called Eileen's basement. Let me see. Let me see. F I it's F I L E N E Filene. Uh, no. There's a whole another Filene's. Wait, there's another Filene's. There's another Filene's. Yeah. Maybe it's like a, like the Express version, like Filene's Express. I don't know. Oh wait, hold on. So you're telling me no Filene's I'm basement, sure. also called the basement, was a Massachusetts-based chain department stores, which was owned by retail. Never ventures. heard it called the basement. It was always Filene's. Okay, well then the full name of it is Filene's Basement. What? All right, we're going to have to cut all this out of the podcast. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yes, Marshalls, Filene's is actually called Filene's Basement. And it I started, don't know. Where did I say it started in Massachusetts? Uh, do you remember weed? Uh, yeah. All right, just uh, let's pause it here. I'll be right back. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> to this is do, behind the scenes. We want to do other Behind podcasts. the biscuit. <laughs> just you. <laughs> Because <laughs> see this audio clip in 12 years, it's like, behind the biscuit behind on the True biscuit. TV. <laughs> no, but it's it's nice that it's uh, – I usually don't smoke – well, we're not allowed to smoke on air. No, well, I mean, I've vaped usually. a couple times and had a bunch of edibles. <laughs> right. But since it is 420 and we are recording from the Biscuit Bunker, I don't see anything wrong with uh, I did smoke last week, bit. which means we're smoking for every episode. Somebody asked me. I forget who it was. They're like, oh my God, so, lit, they're like so does like Chuck have like a bong that he smokes on the thing? I'm like, no, he's just making <laughs> just... a bong sound. And they were like – what? What? He puts They're water like in his mouth <laughs> and gargles it like he's a fucking dirty human being. Also, I gotta say that like I kind of like. But that was an actual bubbler sound. Smoking. That was... that was a real bubbler sound. I like actually smoking my own weed, my own pipe. 
this bubbler, do you remember where I got this from? Friend of the show, Sonny Dennis. When he left the island, when he, he gave it to When he left island, you. I bought this sweet little bubbler. I got to say, I love it. I had it out of commission for a while, and then I broke it out, and I um, I broke it out, and I cleaned it up, and it, it cleans up real nice. All Biscuits right. and Gravy is presented in part by Maggie Gyllenhaal's Bras. Don't be a saggy Gyllenhaal. Voted best supporting actress. Today's show is brought to us by Tim Allen's Wrench. is great uh, for turning state's evidence. I would like to have like a like a <laughs> you know how podcasts usually have the the sound guy and then when they they'll ask him a question and he'll like um like they'll they'll look they'll stuff up in. for them or yeah. like Google stuff in the background you mean while what they're doing Tony the show. Tony and Sweets should be doing? No, not really. Well, Tony never really Google stuff for us. He just yells stuff at us if he knows the answer to the question <laughs> or tells us not to call suckers. They're sex workers. They but have rights. They're I always, unionized. I always wanted that job because I'm really good at googling obscure. <laughs> You're good at correcting stuff. people. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good at quickly googling information about obscure. They stuff. have that that quiz show in the morning, uh, like. Is it genius or Google? And they like ask you questions real quick, but they're at home. They don't know if they're cheating, so they could be Google. Oh, okay. Are well, you feeling good? In on our Wednesday? case, it's Google. Uh, that's a good question, Chuck. Are you? Are you feeling good on a Wednesday? I'm always feeling good on a Wednesday because Wednesday is biscuits and gravy day. <laughs> I was watching a little South Park episode where uh, everything sounds like crap. Until you drink Jameson. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> and, uh, it's a really great episode. Yeah. So the dad turns himself into steamy Ray Vaughn. Yeah. And starts actually, like, farting into the microphone. And he does for a half a second. And this is in this is 2011. This is a nine-year-old episode, even though it seems kind of new. No. I think so. It's really old. Unless the TV was wrong. It, it, maybe new is 2015. Yeah, but like I think it was really far into it. I really think it was that old. It blew me away how old the episode that's the, was. Because that's the Asperger's episode. Yeah, it's the Asperger's episode. Yeah, and that's the one where he goes – it was. It came out around the same time that Jim Carrey had the Penguin movie coming out. Yeah, which was uh, nine years ago. Wow, is it really And the zoo keep the, – the zoo or whatever was nine years ago too. Wow. What's that movie? Oh, We Bought a Zoo or whatever. We Bought a Zoo. I don't know. One is a turd in a microwave, and the other is this movie. They both look like Reed. And <laughs> oh, yeah, that was um, a shit to me. That was the uh, <laughs> the the Kevin James movie. Yeah. <laughs> where it was. Here's he, a picture of Kevin James. First he did Paul Blart. And oh, then, my God. That did you ever terrible. hear? Did you ever hear of the podcast Till Death Do Us Blart? <laughs> no. Where it's every holiday season, they get together and they watch uh, – Paul Blart Mall Cop 2 and and talk about it. So, they made a sequel? Yeah, you didn't know there was a second Paul no. Blart? Mind blown. Mind blown. <laughs> uh, I don't think it's that good. Oh, you, don't, you don't say. Speaking of not that good, today's show is brought to us by Scott Bayo's Mayo. Put Charles in charge of your lunch. Biscuits and Gravy is presented in a part by Reggie Watts Light Bulbs. Brighten your day with Watts. With Watts. Anyway, in that episode of South Park... He start Randy starts singing and he does a little rah 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 in it and it sounds like when like they do Lord. The, like Lord, <laughs> so it's a little and I'm like oh my god you gotta watch the episode guys if you watch it there's like an eighth of a second 
where he sings just like Lord. La la la. Yeah, how I long do you think they were bouncing that idea back and forth, waiting for it? I'm like, oh my god, we have to have an episode where he sings. And they're like, no, it's got to be completely absurdly ridiculous. And then they had it in just as a little thing at the end of the episode. And one then, of those episodes in that arc where we find out that Randy is Lord. Lord. One of those episodes in that arc, I think it's like the second or third episode, is really, really good. And it starts, the second episode starts with the guy from like, it's Spin like. Spin Magazine. Is it Spin Magazine? Yeah. <laughs> the Spin Magazine, which are like outdated pieces of shit, wrote an article that like South Park was being insensitive. Could you believe it? South Park being insensitive to and, somebody? And then in the very next episode, South Park turned around and ripped Spin they Magazine. They can make an entire episode in five days. Oh, man. That was so, so timely. Let's really jump into the nuts it. and the bolts of the show today, Vincent Fodi. It's we time. We got a lot of stops for... to make on the gravy train. You know what that sound means. Oh, yeah. That sound can mean one thing and one thing only. It's time for Morningwood. It is time for Morningwood. Uh, so, I know that you had a couple things to talk about for Morningwood. I have a couple things to talk about for Morningwood. I, I know that you have a couple things to talk about for Morningwood. I did have a couple things to talk about for Morningwood because I wanted to mention, uh, I don't know if you heard about this in Florida. Um, I think the Easter Bunny is starting to get into some kinky stuff. Hold up. Florida? In Florida, Easter Bunny, because some pornography. Flor- some Florida residents woke up. I can't up handle that. Earlier this week, some Florida residents woke up to find some uh, little Easter eggs. Ooh, Easter eggs in their like mailboxes. Clues in in Marvel movies. It was yeah. It oh, was, you mean uh, physical Easter actual eggs? Actual Easter eggs in some of their mailboxes. So people are littering. And then they checked inside the Easter egg, and what was inside? Chocolate. Folded up pornography. No way. The Easter Bunny is distributing pornography. Like Chuck. nude pictures of people with boobies and breastuses. And Wouldn't di- it be weird if it was like naked pictures of rabbits? <laughs> <laughs> That's just a picture or of a like rabbit. Rabbits you mean like sick? a shaved rabbit? A sh- <laughs> <laughs> I guess every picture is a picture of a naked rabbit. Yeah, every picture of a rabbit. If the rabbit was wearing clothes, that would actually be sexier, probably. I guess Man, so. it's in one like of a our rabbit earlier wearing like a episodes, nurse's outfit. We made rabbit risotto. Four, I think it was like four years ago, actually. Yeah. Originally, this started out as a cooking and comedy show. Have we been on the air And we for were four not years? political at all. <laughs> and then now I just yell about lizard people. Also, coming up on the show. I don't think that counts as people. being political. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Talking about lizard people isn't political. You're right. It just happens to – there happens to be a lot of politicians who are lizards. Oh, that's the crossover. Yeah, but, I mean, that's like uh, talking about uh, saying that if you're talking about Tom Brady's gravy, you're talking, talking, about sports? We're talking about sports. Well, that's the extent of my knowledge of sports, clearly. Is that, is that Tom Brady has his own gravy company? Tom Brady has his own gravy company. So you're telling me someone's going around Florida – and putting little eggs, little plastic eggs, you, you pinch open and they pop open. Yeah. And he's putting. Eggs. Now, is he. What kind of porn is like this? Like something you would find in a gashapon. So he's ripping out Playboy or the equivalent and folding up the centerfold, putting it into a little thing and giving it to people, or are they smaller pieces of porn? <laughs> like little pornographic stamps. Yeah. What if he's giving like thumb drives and you're like, oh, I wonder what this is. <laughs> that, I bet you could fit a, a thumb drive into uh, into a, one of those little Easter eggs. And you could fit a lot more porn on a thumb drive, my friend. And you now can... you're thinking with your ticker. Wow. Uh-huh. Dude, so, imagine amazing living in Florida right now. That would be – imagine if you just put a virus onto a thumb drive and put and distribute it in everybody's mailbox. Yeah. You know, half of those people are going to plug the thumb drive into the thing. By the way, people, if you ever – 
are like out on the street and you find a thumb drive, don't bring it home and put it in your computer. Yeah, you're, all you're going to find is someone's rap album that's never going to get anywhere. No, actually, what people do if they're trying to hack <clears throat> or like steal people's information is they'll put a virus onto a thumb drive and just leave it out there. And oh, they know some, like, somebody's oh, going to come across and find it, it and then they're going to plug it in. Don't do that, guys. That's how they get you. No way. That's how the, the lizards get you. Coming to get you. Uh, and then why don't you tell me what you were going to talk about for Morningwood, and then we'll get into our little surprise that well, we mentioned first earlier. First of all, Morningwood just has so much stuff going on in the world right now. I mean, there's we play the theme a, little bit a more. lot of people staying at home, and Pornhub usage right. is up 36%. Right. The Yeah, the... <laughs> the the rate of people watching Pornhub is skyrocketing. Skyrocketing. Italy especially. Because mm-hmm. you know those those Italians, it's hard for them to stay inside. Uh-huh. And so once they do, once you get an Italian cooped up. Not if you up, watch their porn. <laughs> <laughs> if you get once you get those Italians all cooped up, they don't know what to cooped do with up. themselves. They don't <laughs> <laughs> a lot going on for Morningwood. As you know, here in the United States, uh, we are getting a stimulus package. Hey oh, coming towards us. A little bit of money sent our way. A lot of it's going to go to corporations and people who own a bunch of land to not pay taxes. But you'll get a couple uh, bucks in the mail for being unemployed for six months. In Japan, they're doing a similar thing. Right. But you know how Japan blurs out vaginas in their porn? They, yes. You know that Japan. So they're a little hoity-toity up in Japan. Did you know that? They. It's weird to me. They're a little prudish. They got vending machines with 19-year-old girls' underwear in it, but they're a little prudish up in Japan. What's going on with that Japan? Only when it comes to, like, penetration, Ugh, nudity. It's so weird because you can, you can still make and distribute pornography it just in Japan. It just but, but for some reason, you can't show, like, penetration. Yeah. I don't know what it is about them in so penetration. So Japan, momentous decision this week. Japan has reversed their decision, as you guys all know, I'm sure. Japan was not going to give the porn industry money in their stimulus, as we all have been following Which is very closely. It's a huge coronavirus scandal right. that Japan was not going to pay these porn industries and help them out. They need to be bailed out the most. It's the dirtiest thing to bail. Actually, right now, they are thriving. They're th- <laughs> there was actually, I don't know if you read about and this. And throbbing, am I right, guys? There was a, uh, there's a Japanese hentai site, and... Um, they uh, they opened it up to make streaming free to the public, and it immediately crashed. <laughs> there's a there's a larger demand for hentai out there than we th- than we think. Yeah, well, for every one, or, you or, need you need eight because of the octopus, right? right. <laughs> or do you think maybe that people have been cooped up and watching so much porn that they've already They're burned like, through? F it, I'm gonna jerk off to an octopus. Now- <laughs> <laughs> they've already got so used to all the porn that they've been watching that they it's like that episode of, we've been talking a lot I about South one Park where today. the family's taking a portrait and the bunny rabbit fucks the daughter what's going on with that I they're like banging for eight minutes I'm like honey do you want marshmallows and I'm like what it is must be going that on? it must be that rabbit from Florida <laughs> <laughs> now we know so anyway the J- Japan government has reversed their decision, and guess what, Biscuiteers? They are now going to give money to the Japanese porn industry. It's a biscuit and gravy win the whole world round. It's a gravy miracle. It's a gravy miracle, Thank everybody. Thank God for Japanese ah, Lord. porn. So that's so all hard I to had find for Morningwood. Japanese porn. It's, it can be difficult. But it's out, it's out there. They really got their costumes on point, but right, I don't so, follow the dialogue. So f- since uh, since we 
have been watching so much porn and everybody has been on the same train here. Um, boop, boop. I think uh, <laughs> it's only it's only right if we give people another dose of our hot new game that's been sweeping the nation. Whoa. A little game we like to call Name That Parody. Even the president of the United States was just talking to us about Name That Parody. And if the president's doing it, it's popular. Oh, yeah. Uh, so are you ready to get into Name That Parody, Joe? I am not ready. Let's give me a second. Okay, let me put my right. buffalo skull on over here. Now, guys, if whether you're in home, at your car, at work, don't be at work. But if you're at work, gather everyone around. Maybe you're listening to Zoom. I'm probably watching you. Zoom, anyone can tap in and just watch whatever you're doing on Zoom. Guys. You're in your car, you're crocheting in your bathtub, get everyone around you, okay? It is time to play one of the greatest games that's ever been played in the history of the universe, okay? I want to give you the title, and then, by the way, have you heard about the Zoom porn bombing? Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) So Zoom bombing is this new thing that just came out where hackers face in, uh, they hack into people's Zoom accounts, or their Zoom streams. And then you're watching, like... Randy Reed getting rammed. I yeah. haven't, I haven't, see, I haven't been using Zoom, so I haven't used it yet. Is it, is it just like a like a teleconference program or something? I refuse to use it because I don't want the lizard people to steal my information. <laughs> <coughs> but um, oh my god! I think it's, I think it's just they're trying to get everybody to do it so they can work on all that facial recognition stuff. <laughs> Clearly, that's like all. That, the- save it for conspiracy cookbook. Okay. So what, you're going to ask me questions about oh, porn, and but, I have to uh, come up with what kind but, of answer. So people are hacking into the Zoom streams, <coughs> and then they're, like, streaming porn instead. Zoom is like FaceTime, but with, like, a 30 people at once. <coughs> right. I think it's, schools what, are using I think it's what schools are using yeah. to have virtual classrooms. Wow. Could you imagine, instead of having, like, stupid schools, you can just stay at home and video chat with everybody? Um, they might end up doing that in the future. Wow. Thank God they finally found a way to uh, – Make teaching more degrading and pay them less. Thank God. We finally worked at this. (laughs) (sighs) I I believe the teachers deserve everything that they ask for. So if you're teaching and you're at school right now, this is where Biscuits and Gravy becomes very educational because we're going to use our mind right now and educate people on porn movies that we've clearly missed out on. Also, this (laughs) – All of our previous Biscuits and Gravy episodes, I didn't have to put the explicit tag on (laughs) for like iTunes or Spotify, but uh, these last two episodes are definitely going to have the explicit tag. So I don't think any teachers will be playing this, uh, these episodes for their students, although some of the other Biscuits and Gravy episodes have been very uh, informative and educational. (laughs) Okay. Okay. All right, so it's time to name that parody. This is uh, the new hot game that everybody loves. I tell you the name of a movie, and you try to tell me if you can name what the parody name of that movie would be. Are you ready? I really bombed this last week, so let's just go for it. Get it over uh, with. Some of, them, some of them are slam dunks, and <laughs> some of them are a little bit harder to figure out, so we'll see. Uh, okay, all right, the first one is The Lion King. The Loin King? The Loin King is absolutely correct. Yeah! I'm the smartest porn head alive. The Loin King. Okay, here's one. John Wick. We're all familiar with the John Wick trilogy. What is Dong Dick? (laughs) Dong Dick is incorrect. No! Although, or John Dick would also be good. Or Dong Wick. Actually, it was John Wank. 
John Wank. John Wank. All right. Here's an here's one you might be able to get. Okay. <laughs> F you, dude. <laughs> Terms of endearment. You're almost there. Oh my god. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I give up. You give up? It's sperms of endearment. Oh my lord! How did I miss that? Sperms of endearment. All right. How about this one? This is one of my favorites. Lawrence of Arabia. Lawrence of Arabia. Lawrence of Arabia <laughs> is absolutely correct. All right. West Side Story. Um, South Side Story or West Side Hori? West Side Hori? Mm, no. <laughs> it's Breast Side Story. Breast Side Story. Oh, you nailed yeah. it. All right. I like this one. American Beauty. American Nudie? <laughs> it's almost you're almost there you want to give it another american shot? doggy style it's american booty oh i'm so terrible american booty okay this one was a little bit hard this one's a little bit of a reach but we'll see one flew over the cuckoo's nest uh one <laughs> what word what word give me a hint here uh so the the word that's changed is cuckoos, is cuckoos. all right one flew over the boobies nest. No, but a booby is a type of bird, so that would be pretty clever. Yeah, they're not. That I would clever. have also said the the cuckoo's nest, the booties nest. It's one flew over the cuckold's nest. Oh, whoa! So I guess it's a cuckold based. Yeah, what's with that? <laughs> Some people are into that's a lot of anger. I don't know. That's what, like the dudes like in the corner like nip to keep like. Cuckold porn is when, yeah, when uh, somebody likes uh, to watch their girlfriend or wife get railed by somebody else. People are into it, bro. Sometimes some, cuckold means they're not into it, though. Some chucks. Uh, some, <laughs> hey, bro. Some chucks are into it. <laughs> some women are into it. Yeah. As a matter of fact, uh, one of our friends of the show, uh, who was on one of our shows recently, was also into it. But we will not say who that is. Hey, but really? do you know who you are? Wow. I had no idea. Um, and, uh, oh, here's the last one. Okay. <laughs> 12 years a slave. Um, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I'm going to go uh, with 12 inches a slave. 12 inches a slave. <laughs> no way! That's disgusting. 12 inches. I think it should be 12 inches of slave. <laughs> <laughs> all right well you got you got a couple wow. of them right chuck so wow. i'm gonna give you this coupon what? for a free short stack at any participating they were gonna denny's open the denny's and the coralvita stopped it um did they stop it it's not gonna open up right it was supposed to open up already it's not up and up oh you said oh the corona stopped it yeah the coronavirus stopped the denny's ah uh, but they are gonna open it well who knows well, they, hopefully. they were supposed to. If we, if anything ever opens up again. Oh my God! Coming I'm, up on the show, we I'm got conspiracy up. cookbook. I'm not giving up. You know why? You cannot give up on the gravy. Cannot, cannot give up on the gravy. Everybody. Cannot give up biscuit on the gravy, guys. Eater. I'm a biscuit eater. A hot tub full of KFC gravy, Cal. Oh, sticking give me with one our, more, baby. Sticking with our South Park theme. Give me one You're on more. a gravy train with biscuit wheels. You're on a gravy train with biscuit wheels, baby. Ugh, the conspiracy cookbook today is going to be a good one. It includes the Vatican and NASA. I love this conspiracy music. <laughs> it's then we tingling. got Gluttony Club. 
spoiler alert, and chucks up a knowledge buffalo. But first, let's take a brief break and hear from some of our sister stations. Thanks for listening to Biscuits and Gravy, live from the Biscuit Bunker during the coronavirus pandemic. All right, we're going to take a break, and we don't have any commercials, unless you want to talk about Squarespace some more. (laughs) All right, let's just play. This is one of our sister stations, uh, Across the Pond. Hello. Do you like cooking? Do you like comedy? Yeah, this is bloody cooking all once about more. <laughs> well, tune in every Wednesday at 11 Greenwich Mean Time for Tea and Crumpets on BRIT, the voice of Crumpets. That's our sister station, BRIT, that Tea and Crumpets is on. <laughs> Thanks for tuning into the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Biscuits and Gravy, we are broadcasting live from the Biscuit Bunker during the coronavirus pandemic. Whoa! It's tough being not being in the historic Biscuits and Gravy amphitheater. Um, I I know that Biscuits and Gravy uh, has come under fire. Or not Biscuits and Gravy, but Tea and Crumpets has come under fire because they've been talking a lot about um, the whole 5G conspiracy the 5G ah! towers causing coronavirus. And then, did you hear what happened this week? In the UK... They knocked over all these 5G towers! People started setting fire in the UK to 5G towers. Because Is it possible that British people are dumber than we are? Yeah, they elected Boris Johnson. I mean, dude. Woker. Woker, yeah. I meant to say Woker. Clearly, they're more... I mean, that's why Prime Meridian <laughs> goes through them. They are the <laughs> most woke. I love that... Brian, <laughs> that... Uh, What's his name? The the prime minister over there? Yeah, got Bo- Boris. Yeah, Boris. <laughs> he's got the coronavirus. Yeah, but his temperatures got. I mean, good for him. His temperature is going down. I mean, he was uh, xenophobic. I like smoking. He did out of run my on British nationalism. I don't know why we're always passing so. pipes and joints around. We should just be smoking our own weed all the time. Yeah, that's uh Is this the end of the joint? I don't know. I mean, I like smoking joints by myself more than anything. Um, Diana, Three people is usually the best number. Diana there. saw we were watching something, and the person was using a roach clip, like oh one, my God. one of the one of the ones that's like a pair of scissors that you yeah. clamp. It's like a roach clamp. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, "You should get one of those." I'm like, mm. I was like, "I'm not allowed to smoke joints in the house." Yeah. <laughs> oh lord, we got no a doozy today. We got a doozy today. So everybody, it's time to set your ovens for 420. Grab the tinfoil. Because it is Conspiracy Cookbook. Conspiracy Cookbook. Conspiracy Strike Back. Give me some of that conspiracy music, friend. Did you know that the president murdered somebody by pushing them in front of a subway train? Conspiracy Cookbook is brought to us today by Manny Pacquiao's Backpacks. We need a quality backpack. Backpack, yeah. Conspiracy Cookbook is brought to us by Little John's Maid Service. They'll clean everything from the windows to the walls. To the walls. They'll clean up the blood left behind by the president. Biscuits and Gravy is presented in part by Chris Hemsworth Discount Tailoring. What are your Hemsworth? We'll hammer the competition. Need to write a secret conspiracy letter to hand to somebody while sitting on a park bench in Washington, D.C.? <laughs> you may want to consider using Scarlett Johansson stationery. Make every letter a scarlet letter. Alrighty, our oven is now preheated to 420, guys. My tinfoil hat looks like the villain from Power Rangers, and it is time for a double one today. This is not only a conspiracy cookbook, but this is going to be a good old-fashioned What the Chuck! Whoa, what the Chuck! Tonight is the night where two become one, everybody! 
we have a special for you. This last week we thought, man, last week we thought we had the conspiracies nailed down. But there is a conspiracy so big, it blew my mind away this week, Vincent Fody. It blew your mind away? It blew my mind away, Vincent Fody. Okay, lay it on me, String Bean. All right, so, Biscuitiers. Sit down for this one, okay, everybody? Now, who in the world are the biggest pieces of shit that hide all the information from us? Lizards? Na lizards? Marshals? And who do Wait, lizards? Who did you say earlier was it the who? biggest piece of shit? <laughs> <laughs> Retired meteorologist. <laughs> Disgraced meteorologist. <laughs> Disgraced meteorologist. Sorry. So, <laughs> lizard people used the Vatican and NASA to lie to us. This has been a big thing here on Biscuits and Gravy. Oh, we all NASA know that is NASA's always trying to, lying to us. They're always trying to push their round Earth agenda. And what do they give us? Velcro? I don't care, NASA. I can tie my own shoelaces. What's that old what story about? What does the Vatican give us? The... What is more lizard people than the Vatican, Vincent Bodie? Nothing. I agree. Now, we know that these people are obfuscating the truth from us all the time. You Don't you know that? They're doing it, man. They're doing it. They're obfuscating something. Now, NASA looks at the stars, but they also look at us, right? The Vatican looks to God, who totally doesn't exist, but they also look at us. But they all look at the stars. Do you know that Easter is different every year, Vincent Fodi? Right. It's based on the Based on the, the lunar moon, calendar. The lunar calendar. So even that they say that Christianity is this really developed religion, it's all the same rigmarole. They're all studying the lizards in the sky. Don't you know that, Vincent Fodi? Well, that's uh, that's what um, the movie Zeitgeist talked about. Let's isn't not it? get into Zeitgeist right now. This is Biscuits and Gravy. Isn't, isn't this about is significantly how... more credible. I have to jump into it. Sig the right, wait, Vatican, significantly more credible? The Vatican owns a telescope in Arizona. Why would the Vatican need to, why would the Catholic Church need to own a telescope? But they do. They own a telescope in Arizona. <laughs> why? They do. It's it's owned and run by the Jesuits and owned by the Vatican. Well we know that the And they are looking at the stars that, and you know NASA looks at the stars. We know that the, you know what they the solar system that the lizards originally came from are in the Draco constellation. That's right. Lizards. And isn't that where the isn't that where the uh the Meteor shower also All takes place. All early pictures of Jesus have lizard in the picture, and they'll tell you that's because lizards can lose their tail. Therefore, people thought lizards had eternal life. It was representing that Jesus Christ was eternal. But we all know that that is not Did true. Did you say he was a turtle? We all know <laughs> that he is a turtle. He is a lizard person. But Vince, it gets deeper than that, bro. It gets deeper than this. NASA and the Vatican both saw an asteroid you know how, a few months ago you know how that turtles... is heading directly. I'm going to cut your microphone off, bro. That was heading directly towards Earth. Okay? The Va I sort of looked this up here, people. The Vatican owns a telescope in Arizona, and they saw an asteroid come into Earth. This is all true. I swear to God. And Jesus pushed it out of the way like Superman? No. Jesus ain't doing shit, bro. And NASA know about it. And NASA and the Vatican got together with all the elite. That's right. The same people that run the UN. Agenda 21. This is a big one. The Illuminati. The, the Illuminati. The, all the people that rule the world. The Build-A-Bear group. And they released COVID-19 into the world to get people to stay at home, to stay comfy, to create an artificial pandemic, to blur us truth seekers from seeing that an asteroid is coming 
to Earth. And I swear to God, look this up. What the Vatican owns a telescope in Arizona. Do you know what this telescope is called? Lucifer. <laughs> its initials are so tongue-in-cheek. What no. has the biggest tongue and goes from tongue to cheek easier than anything else? The name a of the... lizard. Wait, the name is, of the they changed it in 2011. Now they call it Lucy. Lucy in the sky with diamonds. It was an but acronym. It was an acronym. It was like light university of blah 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 blah. But it was spelled Lucifer out, and they did this. These people that are controlling the world, that control everything, baby, they do this. They make these jokes right in front of us. They tell us what they're going to do, and then they do it, and then they lie about it. I can't they believe they would do it out NASA, in the open like that. NASA and the Vatican, and tell me what, bro. Tell me what. Where do lizards live the most in the United States? What state? Arizona. Arizona. Where is the Vatican? Arizona. <laughs> Italy. What was the oh, country Italy. that had the biggest... Most televised things of COVID. Italy. Italy, bro. Italy. Right. Well, that was what we 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 mentioned what that last shock? week that we we proved last week substantially that the Vatican was causing people to die in Italy at high rates so that they could harvest their bodies for their centennial lizard smorgasbord. Sweet, sweet centennial lizard smorgasbord. <laughs> so. It makes so much sense now that you've. It makes you've so said, much sense. Now that you've laid that out for me, Chuck, I don't. I don't understand how I didn't see that before. It's amazing. This is one. Wait, so this asteroid is different than the mini moon that got sucked into our orbit. Separate than mini moon that got sucked into our orbit. So it's are you saying that the, are you saying that the asteroid was coming towards us? No, or? it is. Is still. So, we have impending doom. So we're all going to get crushed while we're in quarantine? Yep. They just want everyone chilling and not looking at the sky. That's why they want people off the beaches and off the parks. They don't want people looking at it, bro. They want everyone watching stuff on Netflix. They're, they're, okay? They're going to have like a Trump mailer that comes out and it's going to say, uh, best way to stay safe from coronavirus, don't, don't, look look into the the, sky. don't look into the night sky. I thought it was weird that it said that in the mailer. Americans are depressed more than ever. When you're depressed, you can't have your head up high. Also, uh, not looking up into the sky would also be beneficial because that's where the 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 mini moon asteroid that was in our atmosphere released mm -hmm. all the coronavirus coming down through the atmosphere. It's it's hard to tell where the coronavirus came from, but we know that it was released, and we know that we NASA, don't know exactly NASA where it came from. But we know to us that lizards were involved, <sighs> and that's. That's uh, substantiated. Now, here's the best news about this, though, Vincent Foti, is that since we know the Earth is not around, we know that it's not quite flat, we know that the Earth is shaped like a biscuit. Right. Okay? If an asteroid were to hit us, it wouldn't kill everybody. We would just be like a disc floating through space. It would just kill the middle part of it. It would go straight through. It wouldn't have the whole Earth implode. Oh, okay. So it would turn it into it, a donut. A bagel. <laughs> a bagel. We go from biscuit to donut. So we go from a biscuit to a bagel. To a bagel. And you know who wants to turn that the world into a... That was a little bit of levity for you guys. <laughs> but seriously, the Vatican owns a telescope in Arizona up until 2011. It was abbreviated as Lucifer. And you know and who... And yes, they have seen an asteroid coming our way. Now, they will tell you through their obfuscation news networks... Okay, they'll tell you through the lying, no good media that this meteor meteor is going to be uh, the distance from the Earth to the Moon. 
times 26 that this meteor or asteroid is going to be that far away from us that it's not actually going to hit us it's not going to be a problem well i'll tell you something man there's one that's going to hit who us asked like for galileo's right? head on a plate the vatican because he was using telescopes and hated lizards and then they st- <laughs> i didn't know that about galileo galileo bro you gotta listen to the indigo girl songs they always think about how galileo hated lizards I w- <laughs> well I can't disprove that. Right, no one I is going to listen. I have not listened to. <laughs> just pick something girls. that was that nobody would ever no check into. No one's going to listen to the Indigo Girls. <laughs> That's like to to refute corner porn. You'd have to listen to all of cor- every corn song, or watch all the porn, <laughs> or watch all the porn. <laughs> I recognize that. Um, do you know how how turtles launder money? The Shell Corporation. I hate you. You thought I wasn't going to get around to saying it? <laughs> You've been sitting on it all night. But uh, I said it. Today's show is brought to us by Beethoven's Apartments, now available for release. Today's show is presented in part by Channing Tatum's Tater Tots. Mm! Tatum's. And also by Benedict Cumberbatch's. Oh. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch's Wholesale Brown Pigment. Get your next Umberbatch from Cumberbatch. I won't even listen to the entire song. <laughs> All right, there we go. Wait, she's talking about bombshells? Yeah, Galileo, Galileo bro. Uh, this thing goes deep. Wow. Where do the Indigos first perform? Arizona. <laughs> Wait, that's not true, is I don't it? Know. <laughs> don't accuse me of making what stuff up Indigo on the show. What stand for? International... National. <laughs> Today's show is presented in part Draco. by Christopher Walken's Running Shoes. If you're going to run, stop with Walken. And also by Benedict Cumberbatch's Eggs. Make your eggs, Benedict's. Wow. All right. So that was Conspiracy Cookbook and What the Chuck. Oh, you know what? We've got more stuff to talk about for Conspiracy Cookbook. Yeah, no way. Leave your tinfoil hats on, bro. Only because I promised people last week that we were going to... We've gotten so many emails from our listeners, man. Uh, yeah, so uh, I did watch the two Corys movie. Oh, yeah. Which was deemed too dangerous uh. for Netflix. Spoiler alert. Guess who uh, was one of the people that uh, raped Corey Haim? According to the documentary... According to the documentary, we would never say scurrilous claims on the TV show. This is this is hearsay and conjecture, but according to the documentary, it's Charlie Sheen. No way. In addition to other people, because there's other people that they straight up accused, but then there was one person that nobody wanted to come out and say it, and um, turns out it might have been Charlie Sheen. Wow. So if you want to decide for like, yourself, you can watch the movie. Who it is. The name of the movie is called The Rape of Two Corys. Oh. Um, so yeah, it's about uh, Corey. About Hamm the two Corys getting Feldman. raped. Yeah, apparently. You know what though? All jokes aside, they, it was like they're while, just touching it's, lots of booties. It's just weird because while they were it's filming, power play. while they were filming the documentary, all the stuff came out about Jeffrey Epstein and everything. Yep. And before they're like this underground pedophile rings and the elite and people in power like all being pedophiles. That was all kind of like, like conspiracy stuff like you know it was all but sex trafficking is coming to light too bro it was all stuff that people thought was like Some too kooky to be real that lizards are actually metaphorical but now we know and that, that the world is certainly run by demons but they're human demons the, the, the there entire... is evil out there in the world and they're kidnapping kids 
and they are putting their fingers up six. I always thought the world Hollywood. was like the world was innocent and wholesome, like a Disney movie. But <sighs> it turns out the world is actually your like, mom gets shot in the first. The minute. world is actually like the first season of uh, True Detective. Apparently, oh, whoa, dark, bro. Not good. Wow. Well, actually, I like the first. season. The first of, season of True yeah. Detective is good. The second one, I just don't. Vaughn I just don't want to. I just don't want to live in that. <laughs> oh, and also, did McDonald's do 9/11? <laughs> We did mention this. We talked about this. We've actually hinted towards this, but our episode had been cut from the radio. That's right. Sometimes when we talk about things that are too deep, too dark, too factual. Plus, there's been a lot of stuff about coronavirus, and uh, it's just nice to give everybody a break from coronavirus conspiracies and talk about some good old-fashioned 9-11 conspiracies. And in 20 years, we'll be talking about coronavirus conspiracies because the world lies to us all the time. It was almost 20 years. And every day more truth comes out, man. Yeah. So Where were you in the world? Stop turning that September day. Somebody uh, just released new findings, and they came to a new conclusion about the Building 7 not collapsing from fire. How did they find the dude's passport, like, three blocks away? Well, that... <laughs> My girlfriend lost her own ID in an airport, and we couldn't find it. They follow it when a plane... They find it when a fucking plane explodes. A plane explodes into a building, and somebody finds the, their, passport? their passport on the ground. They couldn't find the black box of That's the like airplane, the of, but they uh, did find the guy's passport. Sprinkling a little crack on it, they're like, "We know who we're gonna blame this on already." All so right. here you go. Well, we all know these are these are tried and true 9/11 conspiracies. Any even a casual 9/11 conspiracy theorist knows casual. knows all about this. All right, uh, they know all about the the war games that were being played. And we're not talking about the dumb Matthew Broderick movie. Uh, we know about the the ties to London and the London Underground. Bombing. All the ties to London. Um, but here's something that people don't know that just got uncovered a little bit recently. We're not talking about London Bridge falling down. We're about to talk about golden arches falling we're down. About golden arches. You're telling me that there's Didn't a 9/11 it... McDonald's conspiracy theory? All right. So, do you have you been watching the McMillions? Uh, documentary on HBO. I've listened to part of it. Okay, so listen like a podcast. Yeah, they have a podcast version of it. Okay, well this is the documentary version. Oh, right. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I got it. Okay, on well it's on HBO. Well, anyway, it's all about how in the uh, late '90s the McDonald's Monopoly game that they were playing turned out to be rigged. And some guy was rigging all the Monopoly pieces and taking them and selling them. And it wasn't coming from all the, the winning top. Pieces. It was somebody who was like in charge of like It was somebody who was in charge or? of security of the advertising company that they, McDonald's hired to outsource their McDonald's Monopoly game through. Ah, this is rife for the mafia, mafia my friends. But what happened, well, we do kind of know that there were mafia ties. Yes. All right, that's not the conspiracy. The conspiracy is... When this, Why would Italians when, be eating McDonald's? Once all this news broke, McDonald's it was it was a huge story because the the McDonald's Monopoly game was a huge promotion. Huge. And everybody in the world was playing was playing the McDonald's Monopoly game. Still do. And it made McDonald's uh, profits soar. Right. It was it was a huge thing. Are you telling me so, that people spent more money on McDonald's than McDonald's gave out during Monopoly? Right. Well, once this once this story broke that. Uh, there was all this fraud going on, and that all the people that had been playing the Monopoly game really actually had no chance of actually winning. McDonald's looked super bad. 
um, and uh, they ended up having having to spend millions millions of dollars to kind of do damage control. Yeah. And do you know when this whole story broke? I'm guessing like August 2000. The story one. broke <laughs> in early September of 2001. No way. So people are thinking. So there's a theory. I'm hearing. I'm hearing from different sources. I'm hearing. We've had a lot of people email I'm us. Hearing. And we just want to give a shout out to Bob in Montana. I'm That's <laughs> not who he was. It was actually it was Governor people. Jesse Ventura sent this sent he this across my desk. Conspiracies, man. <laughs> um, so what uh, I'm hearing is there's a there's a new theory that the McDonald's Corporation uh, orchestrated 9/11 to mm. take to take the focus off of their huge McDonald's scandal. Not only did they do that, but it was a win-win for McDonald's because after 9/11, we started invading more countries in the Middle East, which means our presence in other countries were really expanding. And what expanded in those same countries, Vincent Foti? McDonald's. McDonald's, bro. As a matter McDonald's of fact, McDonald's after 9/11 actually in 2001, had there, growth. In 2001, there was zero McDonald's in Iraq, and then after 2001, after we had taken over Iraq. Uh, there was the fir- first opening of a McDonald's in Baghdad. So it you can't. That's irrefutable proof. That's irrefutable. It you can't a, refute. It was in 2006 was the first opening. So so they played it cool for a little bit. Well, it took it took until about 2006 for us to get to reestablish our fake democracy, right? Mm-hmm. To kind of put up a. Uh, a puppet install a puppet president yeah and then they voted for the person that we didn't want so then we had to get that person out of office <sighs> the first you don't succeed <laughs> lie lie again yeah, it's funny they're like uh, <laughs> saddam hussein was a bad guy we got to get rid of him and then and they're they, like all right cool you want this person we're like no you want to no we got rid of saddam hussein because he was a fundamentalist dictator and then they're like we want another fundamentalist dictator they're like no no ah, no. ah. oh iraq Ugh. What you gonna do when they come for you? So that's the uh, McDonald's 9/11 conspiracy theory. Mm. I'm sure I'll find more information and more links by next week. Yes, we will have a supersized edition next week. After um, <laughs> <laughs> after you play the conspiracy music, it sounds empty without the conspiracy music. Yeah, it's, it's such good music. That's a that's the theme uh, from. Final uh, thing for conspiracy cookbook is uh, federal government are seizing materials from hospitals. They're giving it to a third party, and then they're reselling it at an upcharge back to the hospitals. Yeah, that's not as much of a who owns some of these companies. Jared Kushner is going to directly profit from this. Who did Trump fire this week? The oversight board for the big surplus we're all supposed to get. And they all voted on it. All right, two trillion. Cool. All right, these people are going to oversee it. Cool. All right, it's all happening. Trump's like, yeah, let's fire that oversight board right yeah, now. It's like, let's get rid of that. It's uh, like, land tycoons are going to take over. If we fire Americans, you. you're hearing here first on the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Post coronavirus, you are going to see some of the biggest land takeovers in America since the 1860s. You heard it here. First, everybody, these tax breaks are going to give tons land of money takeovers. to land tycoons. Mom and pops are going. To I thought businesses. you said TGIFs were going to come back. Yes, but they also own the land that they're in. 
like Lowe's tries to own the same parking lots that it in. I heard we're gonna get and a then, Denny's. Then Lowe's <laughs> will open up like an AMC theater and own everything in there, so they'll actually make more money from it. Um, some department stores make a lot of money from this too. They actually make more money from the land that they own. You think we'll get an Applebee's? Actual stores. I don't know. I wouldn't mind getting an Applebee's. Long and the short of it, though, the big stimulus is gonna. Oh only right, this help. is supposed to be a bad thing. It's gonna help. Big businesses. What if we got a red lobster? Tycoons. Actually, land uh, a red lobster was in the works already, and uh, Kapuna on the island will tell you that there's legends of a red lobster <laughs> in the early O's on Front Street. So there's legends, and then there's it, legends. It's 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 debated. It's ancient, but I've heard ancient Hawaiian that there used legends to be about a red lobster on there, Front Street in Lahaina. Wait, there used to be a red lobster. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I wonder if Diana knows about that. Diana! Diana! Was there a red lobster on Front Street? I think there... Someone told me there was. What did she say? She said no. No? But Kapunas have said yes. What? There's a Tony Romas here? Ooh, like Tony Tony Romas. here? Not anymore. Yeah. Oh, cool. So Sante's used to be a Tony Romas. Huh. I want an Olive Garden to pop up. Um. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah, right by yeah. Oh, because you work for like another Italian restaurant. Well, not only that. I mean, there's a lot. There's already the Italian restaurant market in Wailea is already oversaturated. Yeah, Italian uh, uh, Olive it's Garden. Funny there's enough Italian. There's so many Italian restaurants in Maui. An Olive Garden would be good in like um, in like Kahului, I think. Yeah. Or Oahu. I think there is one on Oahu, isn't there? Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's right next to the Presidential one. Quiznos. Of course. All right. So anyway, there's a lot of weird stuff going on in the air. I almost censored myself. Uh, a lot of weird stuff going on there, guys. A lot of, lot of wild A lot of fucking out shit, there. you fucking fucks. Ugh, the Lord. I can't. The federal government seizing stuff and then reselling it back to people for money. Ugh, it's terrible, bro. It's hilarious. Oh, well. What else we got on? We got to do a little gluttony club. What have you been cooking in your biscuit bumper? Bunker. <laughs> <sighs> um... I've been having a little problems with my biscuit bumper, as a matter of fact. Oh, Lord. Now, uh, let's see. What have I been I cooking? I saw the fiber chews. <laughs> Let me tell you, those you things. You got to eat yogurt and papaya, bro. Those things work. Oh, you just. That's way We've actually than... been eating a lot of those papayas that you brought Did us. Did you ever have a little stomach problem, a little yogurt and papaya? Oh, yo- yogurt's always good. Like, if you're having. Yeah, if you're having a little stomach problem. Yeah. Re, you know. Restart your, your your microbiome. You could stop eating fettuccine Alfredo three times a week. Yeah, but no one's gonna do that. So. If you if my doctor couldn't get me to do it, you know what I did. So I'm on I'm on a it, bunker Jack. status. So we bought all this dumb food that's never gonna go bad, but like we still have like a refrigerator. So I'm trying to use up my canned spam. Oh yeah. And uh, I've done. I did a new way to cook spam. I took a cheese grater and I <laughs> shredded. My spam, and I uh, I turned awful. it into like a uh, pancake like bacon bits. Yeah, like a pancake size thing, and I like morphed it like a flat patty, and I grilled it like both sides. Made a spam burger. Yeah, and then I used that for the base of my carbonara. So then I use I put that in the bowl and I put everything on top of it and I stirred it. So up. He basically made ground spam and pasta and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> yeah, well, you I've, know. I haven't done that. Mm. 
just like the Italians used to make. I'm sure Diana has some Vienna sausages she can give to you, too. Oh, You can shred up some Vienna sausages. Yeah, you just do Vienna sausages like shooters. (laughs) If you can't cook a Vienna sausage, they don't get hard. There's an endless amount of moisture in them. You can't cook them long enough for them to crisp up like like Spam. Um, See, when you shred the Spam, it all crisps up so quick. Yeah, but that's not what – Vienna sausages are like hot dogs. Yeah, but they're soggy. They're not supposed to get hard. Yeah, but if you grill them, but they still don't no, get hot hard. Hot dogs don't get hard. Yeah, I'm, that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. We're in agreement. All right. Okay. I've been making a lot of crepes. <laughs> Fucking weirdo, dude. <laughs> You're so weird. How's it weird? I don't know. You bought a crepe machine. I bought a crepe maker. Mm. It's like a – it's, a, you know, just a little – like a flat top – thing and uh first of all i didn't buy it it was given to me as as a birthday present oh happy birthday thank you and uh i gotta say crepes pretty damn good yeah pretty awesome because the best thing about crepes, the best thing about crepes is that you can do anything you want with them you can make it a sweet crepe for dessert you can make it a savory crepe love savory crepes um and it's just you could oh. do a healthy crepe you could do a healthy you crepe you could do you can do it with veggies um, whoa how I did, do you do a crepe with veggies i did like a chicken and ranch crepe i could see that you just you can do like you can saute up some veggies or grill up uh some veggies and then you just put them in the crepe with some chicken or whatever you want your sauce to be hmm. it's so good i made the so i good. made a chicken and ranch crepe and it had like some bacon and some veggies in there. I think I put some Swiss chard in there. Oh yeah, and some mushrooms, and then you wrap it up inside the crepe. You eat that, bacon, you're full. Swiss chard mushrooms, you're full so all good. day. You're yeah. full all day. You know, you need bacon fat to absorb the nutrients in those tough greens. Right. And then the other day, I made a uh, a sweet crepe where I put Nutella on top and then uh, sliced up some bananas. Now, have you been making your own ice cream? I haven't. Uh, I haven't started that yet but um we y'all gonna make your own ice cream we're gonna make our own ice cream i i did I make my ice own, cream last week it was pretty darn too i good. did make my own whipped cream oh yeah yeah i've been making whipped cream so easy. and putting that on top of the sweet crepes i've so been doing good. a little bit more cooking too there's all the stuff i thought was so hard to do it's not that hard to do you can make your own whipped cream you just have yeah. to get whipping cream and whip it yeah. it's delicious you just put heavy cream into like a like a like a, a drill beater. bit. I use like my, my like a mixer drill bit. And you uh you whip it until stiff peaks appear. <laughs> which is one of the more suggestive Is that like a like a cult nineteen eighty show? Stiff, stiff peaks? peaks. That's the that's the porn parody of Twin Peaks. <laughs> it's stiff peaks. Oh, uh, we gotta wrap the show up, man. D- DJ Tony Two Tux is gonna be mad at us. Um Actually, Gluttony Club was presented in part by Don Couch of South Maui Discount Couch House. The best discount couches in South Maui. Don't sleep on the couch. And now, we know during this time's coronavirus, it's really tough to buy a brand new bed and or couch. And that's why Don Couch of South Maui Discount Couch House is now open by appointment only. Oh, yeah, that's rough. Yeah, that's rough. So don't give up. Um, cooking in Quarantine is also brought to us by Benedict Cumberbatch's Cookie Dough because the best batch is a, is a cumberbatch and maybe you've been sitting around and you're too lazy at this point to even get up to go to the bathroom try jude law's colostomy bags the law is <laughs> so on your gross. side <laughs> it actually sounds uh it is kind of gross but it does sound kind of convenient yeah in the future imagine you know, americans you... won't be shaking hands we won't be going to the bathroom we'll all just have colostomy bags right and you just change it when you get home no can you imagine that no more public bathrooms you just have to carry around your shit all day 
Yeah. <laughs> you, you pee. Yeah, but it would be in like uh, you know, like one of those vacuum seal bags. You yeah. wouldn't smell it. You would just like people are just throwing it out the window on the highway. <laughs> Americans would do that. <laughs> Ugh, imagine going to China and there's just there's just uh, colostomy bags boop, used boop. all over the place. All right, before we uh, end the show with Chuck stuff, the knowledge of Buffalo. What's the gravy train hitting before it pulls into Biscuitville? Well, it's time for my favorite part of the show. A little segment we like to call Spoiler Alert. Ooh, Spoiler Alert. That's a great show. Spoiler Alert is brought to us by Benedict Cumberbatch's Cumberbuns. Let Benedict go to waste. Spoiler Alert is presented in part by Justin Trudeau's Real Bread. Because real bread can only come from a true dough. That's Trudeau. And finally, by Benedict Cumberbatch's Cucumbers. There's no cucumber match for Cumberbatch. Vince Foti, what do you have for the biscuit? I just blew a bunch of weed into my microphone. What do you have for the biscuit bunker today? What are we going to talk about in spoiler alert? Well, as you know, as we talked about last week on the show, everybody's life has pretty much been boiled down to all of our favorite things. Cooking, comedy, watching stuff on TV, porn and conspiracies. Biscuits and gravy. Biscuits and gravy, right? So yeah. A big part of Biscuits and Gravy has always been binge-watching television and watching as much TV as possible. And uh, now everybody else, all those people that were too good to sit around binge-watching TV for 10 hours a day, all of a sudden, everybody's binge-watching TV. Love it. And all of a sudden, people have come crawling back to Biscuits and Gravy for all of our uh, suggestions about what to be binge That means all true biscuiteers, all true gravy gals, all of you biscuit boys, you're one step ahead of the shoeshine here on this. We've all been preparing for quarantine our whole biscuit lives. That's right. Now, um, as I mentioned earlier, HBO has been doing free streaming for the whole month uh, for everybody in quarantine. So there's no excuse to not watch HBO right now. Exactly. So uh, you can catch up on shows like uh, The Wire, which is oh. one of my favorite shows of all time. Sopranos. If you haven't seen Sopranos, Sopranos is a great show to binge watch. That's also one of the greatest shows of all time. Sopranos is a good show. It's a part of it. Are it's dated to the point where it's almost nostalgic of like the turn of the century. Yeah, because it's that old at this point in time. Is that nuts? Right, it did turn come out around like two thousand and one, right? Yeah, that's what we we're talking about. Oh man, even the but, wire. People like have like the old Nokia phones and but pay people phones still, still do burner phones for drug deals. Right, from what I hear, and uh, people still do uh, rip out pay phones. Yeah, there's an episode of Dexter where somebody's using a pay phone <sighs> too. I think. Dexter and right, Game of Thrones. Terrible endings. Don't right. watch Dexter and don't watch Game of Thrones. So, but I have not watched that much TV this week. Watch The Wire. Fill me in, Vincent Fody. What should I be watching? What have you seen this week? Um, well, first of all, if you have if you have a chance to go watch some free HBO, first, watch The Wire if you haven't seen it. Um, that's the only the highest thing I can recommend. But there's also a lot of more recent stuff that just came out. Um, the Outsider, based on the Stephen King book. That's a miniseries, a 10-episode miniseries. Now, let me ask you a question about Stephen King. Okay, growing up, I'm sure a lot of listeners at home, you can agree that there are some really good Stephen King movies and some really good Stephen King movies you don't even know are based on the Stephen King book. Right. right. Like the Green Mile. Yeah. Who would have thought, you know, or that's Shawshank a little one. Redemption. Shawshank, you never would have thought would be Stephen King. Right? Misery. Yeah. But there's also a lot of really bad 80s and 90s like the langoliers with the meatballs trying to eat the airplane what's going on in the langoliers have you ever (laughs) that is a really how would that movie name even pat like oh let's do this movie the langoliers i don't even think you can see that i had to download like a bootleg of it 
to Ugh. even see that. There's a lot. It might be on YouTube. There's a lot of bad Stephen King out there. If but you, guys, go if see if you can watch the Langoliers on YouTube. Lately, there's it's been some bad. good Stephen King. I think they dropped Is the ball Gary on Sinise Gunslinger. Gunslinger, I think they dropped uh, the ball on recently. Uh, but I hear yeah. that. The new Stephen King miniseries on HBO is really good, and I actually think I might start it tonight. I'm really excited. Uh, the Outsiders got Jason Bateman. What's not the love? Jason Bateman's in it? Friend of the show from Jason Bateman's Fishing Supplies, a master fisherman needs a master Bateman. We could not do the show Jason Bateman without Jason Bateman. Is in, not only is he in the show, I think he directs a couple episodes of it. Nice! Uh, also, uh, High Maintenance is, on, is on HBO. If you haven't seen High Maintenance, highly recommend it. It's a good little palate cleanser. <laughs> Uh, in between watching your your longer, more dramatic television shows, I like to break up my TV watching like that too. Yeah, you watch you watch a couple hours of like a serious drama or something, and then you watch something funny like mm-hmm. Curb Your Enthusiasm. There's ten seasons of Curb Your Enthusiasm. I like available to, watch... to stream. The tenth season just Curb. finished. Have you caught up to the tenth season? Nope, two yep. episodes behind, baby. Uh, so you haven't seen the last episode? Nope. Uh, pretty darn good. Westworld is on right now. If you haven't seen Westworld, first season is awesome. Yeah, first season is super good. Second season, I second season not. is okay. Yeah. It's not great, but the third season so far has been really good. So uh, hopefully, the third season of Westworld will redeem the second season of Westworld. There's also McMillions, which I mentioned earlier, which is the documentary about how the FBI busted uh, people running the McDonald's monopoly fraud uh, in the late '90s. There's a new show called Plot Against America. Ooh. That's the one that we talked about last week. Yeah. That Charles Lindbergh is running for president. It's and, an alternate uh, history. It's an alternate history about uh, what would have happened if Charles Lindbergh had gotten had gotten uh, elected, and if the the country kind of turned towards Nazism. So I saw a really great docu in the second episode. He gets elected president. So. I haven't seen the third episode yet, so we're looking forward to seeing how that turns out. I think it's only like, going to be like five or six episodes. Oh, it's good they're doing like a short. I yeah. mean, how long could he? But it's it's be? also produced by uh, David Simon, who oh, cool. was the producer of The Wire. Oh, so you know it's going to be. He, he wrote and created. Good. Wrote and created The Wire. Ultimate history movies, man. Got to do them good. To do them good. Uh, and then there's also a lot of stuff that's not on HBO, believe it or not. I don't believe it. There's a lot of good stuff on TV. <laughs> there's a new show on Amazon Prime called Tales from the Loop. Never heard it's of like it. It's like a dramatic sci-fi uh, series where it's kind of a mix between that show Dark and Black Mirror. Oh, cool. So Is it every episode separate? Every episode deals with – so the, town, the, the show is about a town – and every episode is about a different person in that town, mm. but the town has this weird uh, sci-fi vibe because they. What's it do, called? It's called the Loop, and it's on Amazon. It's called Tales from the Loop, and um, inside, in the center of town, is like this government research facility where they do all these weird quantum physics testing and stuff Sweet. like that. So it's kind of like part Stranger Things. It has a very dark theme, like the show Dark, dark the German show. Yeah, and then every. Every episode, like the first episode is a lady who runs into herself as a child. The second episode, it deals with uh, these two kids that find like a body swapper, Freaky Friday type thing. <laughs> um, so I think every episode is going to be like a weird, different sci-fi story dealing with different like person. It, 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 it sound like Goosebumps stories. It kind of sound like Goosebumps. If you haven't seen Kidding, Kidding Season 2 wrapped up recently with on Jim Showtime Carrey? with Jim Carrey. 
Uh, I love that show. If you haven't seen it, the first and second seasons are just so good. I wonder what Jim Carrey is during this, because he has a house on island. Better Call Saul, season five. I heard that this season were the toughest episode to the director in his whole life. It's uh, This season is just so good. It's Every season of Better Call Saul just gets better and better. And uh, it's a really good show to binge watch because the, the story moves so slow. So it's like when you're watching a story that that's that slow, it's great because you'll watch a whole episode and it'll kind of be slow. And then at the very end, something happens and you're like, oh, I got to watch the next episode. Oh, sweet. It's so good. Ozark season three, we finished that. You watch a lot of TV, man. Ozark season three was you're so watch- good. This is only the tip of the iceberg for what you watch, right? Um, Oh, yeah. You don't want to hear about all the stuff that I don't watch. No one wants to hear about um, that. The Tiger King miniseries. I've watch not that? watched it. I think that that's... I think you're the only the person in the world who hasn't seen Tiger King. wants us all home to watch the Tiger King so they can put subliminal messages into it. Yeah, I got I to gotta admit that probably Tiger King would not have become so such a viral sensation if it weren't for the fact that everybody was home. You never know. Because I think it increased everybody being home and having extra time to watch, to binge watch a mini documentary series. Um, <laughs> the definitely produce, increased. The producers of that show in a uh, recent press release said that they had to cut out a lot of racism and drug use from the documentary. I heard about that. <laughs> uh, oh, did you have you seen the Tarantino movie, The Hateful Eight? Of course. Okay. It's well, almost like a dramatic play. Right. Well, I've been watching a lot of Tarantino in quarantine, or as I like to say, Quarantino. <laughs> yeah. And uh, The Hateful Eight, I don't know if you knew this, but they actually went back and they did a, a thing where they recut it, and they added a little bit of extra footage, and um, they released it in four one-hour episodes as a miniseries on Netflix. No way. Yeah, so there's some added footage. Um, they just recut it a little bit. Now, watching a four at, watching Hateful Eight as a four-hour movie, probably not ideal. But they divided it up into easy times to stop watching But watching, it watching four it. episodes uh, of a Quentin Tarantino thematic miniseries about the Hateful Eight, it's a lot more digestible, I gotta say. Huh. Yeah, so uh, if you like Tarantino but you haven't seen the Hateful Eight or you heard that it wasn't one of his strongest movies, probably <laughs> whoever said that was probably right. Uh, Jackie Brown usually people say is like one of her his weaker movies, but it's uh, but it's pretty like good Jackie as Brown, a though. as a miniseries. Same. If you got nothing better to do, oh, also, uh, in the uh, comedy world, there's a new Michelle Wolf stand up on Netflix. Oh yeah, well it's not new. It came out a couple months ago. Um, I also watched the Ma- uh, Michelle Wolf one. Pretty good, I gotta say. She's still funny. She's probably gonna be funny for the rest of her life. I also watched the uh, Mark Maron one. It's called End Times, uh-huh. and it did come out before the coronavirus thing was going on. But it is titled End Times. But it is titled End Times, so it looks like What's he, his title is he was ahead of the curve on that. And uh, oh, ahead of the curve and flattening the curve. And somewhat controversial, Louis C.K. also released self released self released his new stand up special. Uh, it's available on his website. Yeah, it's seven bucks. It's called Sincerely, and. Uh, I gotta say, it's pro as far as like how funny it is. It's probably on par with like his last stand-up, the one that he did in. Um, it was called. Uh, it was called whatever year it came out. I think it was called the year, right? Two thousand seventeen. Two thousand seventeen, something <laughs> like that. Whatever it was the the one that was on Netflix. Um, but well, that was the when question, we had like the Circle Theater. The question on everybody's mind is: Does he talk about it? It and uh, yes, he does. Hmm. He does address it. Which I think, uh, when he did the when he did that 
released that bootleg, I think one of the criticisms was that he wasn't addressing what it. happened. Yeah, and um, I think uh, he, everybody kind of gets what they want out of it because he does address it in the new stand-up special. It. So, I mean, he doesn't spend a long time talking about it, but he, he does address the situation. Mm. So. He asks permission to talk about it, and then he, he goes, expresses you guys, it. He goes, you guys want to talk about it? And everybody starts cheering, and he's like, all right, I'm going to talk right. about it. And then he, he, he does a, a little piece on it. Um, so if you're interested in seeing uh, that, you know, you might want to check it out. Hmm. I'm not saying that I condone Louis, any of Louis C.K.'s actions, and I don't want to get into dragged into that fight. Now, have you uh, been watching a lot of comedians on Instagram at all? I have not been doing that, but I've, there has been a lot of live streaming comedy shows, though, right? Yeah, tons, man. Tons of independent, terrible comedy. Tons of independent, pretty decent comedy. Got to say. Yeah. So, uh, you know, if you're at home, support the local comedy scene. If you can't go out, stay home, but find people in your area that you used to watch or find comedians. Not if you can't go out. Don't yeah. go out. Don't go out. Don't go Just out. Just don't guys. go out. <laughs> support comedy. Don't Keep support supporting comedy. comedy. Support staying home, but also support comedy. Okay. Yeah, now that I'm on furlough, everyone should stay so do, home. So, does everybody years. have like Patreons and stuff now that you can just donate to them on, yeah, online? Yeah, kind of like a it's week like, ago, like all the girls, girls had comedy? the. Ah, yeah, beat me to it. Yeah. All righty, man. Well, I think That's Biscuits funny. and Gravy had one of the most successful, if not the second most successful, broadcast from the Biscuit Bunker. Biscuit Bunker has been pretty good so far. In memorandum, I gotta I am say, so happy I like be being here. able to fucking say whatever I want and swear. Funnin. And do calls to action. Hair. Go to Crack and Coffee. Ah, oh, so good. Come on down. They put ice go to Fabi- made of coffee. Go to Fabiani's. It's the best. I do like Fabiani's. They, I think they released an app so you can down so you can download the Fabiani's Wiley. Everyone app, has an app, huh? And you can order your food online and go pick it up. Everybody's doing it now. You huh. can go to safe. You can order your fo- uh, food on from Safeway, and they'll bring your groceries out to you. <sighs> the world, bro. Thanks, Safeway. Man, the people that are still working in supermarkets, they're doing the Lord's work. So I wonder how this will affect supermarkets if it's all going to be like back up and go. It's all going to be like the drive-in status. No, they'll. I mean, they'll still uh, they'll still have that option available because I think it all always was an option. Mm-hmm. Most places did that. There was even apps where you could. It was like a courier service where you could get somebody they had like a peapod to too. go yeah, shop go for, for you. And before apps, I mean, man, when you watch like old Twilight Zone episodes, there's like a grocery boy. He'd walk and he'd give you your groceries and stuff. Uh, why is it Twilight Zone? I, don't know, I was thinking of something from the fifties. Was it relevant? It's just like old shows. Old yeah, shows, but there yeah. Were back like when there was a milkman. There yeah. was also a, you had a grocery boy. I would love a milkman. Wouldn't? Oh, wouldn't that be great? Like, making Alfredo again, Chuck. You know it. Just leave the top. Scoop, yeah. scoop, scoop. <laughs> That's me scooping the fat off the top of milk. Yeah. I don't even know how that would work. Yeah, I mean, like pretty much all your groceries. If most of your diet is cream based, then that makes you sound like a gross, disgusting pig. Then having a milkman pretty much takes care of most of your groceries. Yeah, and I just get like the Charlie. <laughs> he has <laughs> Parmesan wheels, and I just shave it off every time he comes. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be great with a, a Parmesan guy? I just get Do you my, need any a Parmesan my, today? I get my spam air dropped in. I'm shredding it. <laughs> <laughs> the spam guy. In Hawaii, they would have a spam guy. So would you like, like shred it or I'm not shred it? I'm on a rocking chair. It's like, what are you, whittling some wood? Nope. Shaving some spam. It's just <laughs> shaving. Like smoking a pipe and, and whittling down a piece of spam. spam. <laughs> 
making like little figurines. Span figurines. I, ca- <laughs> I carved this for you. It's, a, it's like a horse. You carved yeah, it into like, a horse. Out of a span. The trick is to refrigerate the span. Okay. <laughs> Whoa, that sound could be one thing, one thing only. It is time for Chuck Stuff, the knowledge buffalo. Isn't it funny Yeehaw! that we can, we can just let our, our bits breathe a little bit? Ah! Uh, ah! Without people knocking on the door telling us to hurry up. Yeah, or to stop saying clearly offensive material. <laughs> <laughs> like when Shaggy knocked on the door and told us we were saying turtle dick too much. And then Brian wasn't allowed on the show anymore. No, no, bummer. <laughs> oh, man. That was good. That was like three years ago, man. All right. All right, you ready to quiz me? Are you ready to prove that I'm the smartest buffalo in the room? Now, how can our listeners be a part of Chuck Stuff, the Knowledge Buffalo? Please email us your trivia questions. Email them to – no, you're not looking at it. <laughs> email us at thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. That's thebiscuitsandgravy. At gmail.com. <laughs> and uh, what was the last thing we asked? If you knew about something, we asked earlier in the show – how, if how you've ever seen a funny cartoon of the family Oh, if you know circuits, how much meth costs, oh, yeah. email us at thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. Yeah, how much does meth cost? And, like, how much, like, if you're smoking meth all the time, are you building up a tolerance or are you still smoking, like, 20 bucks a day? I think you build up a tolerance. Yeah. But, I mean, if you could, I mean, that's pretty uh, financially sound though if you can smoke something and be like high all day yeah for 20 bucks for yeah or three days in a row i don't know how it works yeah i don't know if you if you want to sell us meth give us a call <laughs> or email us at the biscuits and gravy at gmail.com that's the biscuits and gravy. also so email us your questions and guys don't forget to email us the answers too because i don't want to look up the answers to your trivia questions people are what always are, forgetting the emails to answers what are meth bags like heron's balloon and then weed or like dime bags or sacks what would what would meth bags be? What do they call them? I, th- I think they're still, uh, they're they're called teenths because they called teenths. You buy it in like a sixteenth. Okay, because cracks are like rocks. You got diamonds. I got rocks. You know. Right. Well, I think like the... like you would buy like a dime bag because a dime bag would be ten. It used to be a dime, but now it's like ten dollars. Yeah. So a dime was originally a gram, right? I guess so. Or yeah, was, it was it like ten was bucks? It always ten bucks. The stoners never know. But. Yeah. Um, are you saying what? Do, what do they keep it in? Because I think they yeah, just use the little. Meth. They just use plastic bags. Oh, and they don't even put meth in bags. They put it in vials. Or is that crack? I think that's crack. Um, I don't know. I think that's crack. I think that's, I don't know. Because I think crack is more porous, so oh. you, it's better to keep it in glass. Interesting. But meth is more like. A, anyway, let's get into it. I really want to talk to somebody that smokes meth now. <laughs> We are in Kihei. We could just go outside. But we can't go outside we now. We can't go outside. It's like the government doesn't want us to know how they keep the meth. We'll have we'll have uh, one of our friends of the show give us a call and talk about <laughs> it next week, maybe. You know who I'm talking about. I, I got you. Our first question uh, comes from Jeff in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. He wants to know, in Botticelli's famous painting, The Birth of Venus, she is depicted standing on what? Venus de Milo. In Botticelli's famous painting, um, a lake or a pond, but she, uh, she's specifically standing in something. Um, what a fruit bowl. It? A fruit bowl? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you know that sucks because there's a, a John Prine song where he mentions Venus de Milo. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, you would know that. I would. But you didn't know this. It was a giant clam shell. She oh. 
She's pictured in a clam shell. Clams. A little Venus on a half shell. Yep, Venus on a half shell. There's a great Simpsons. Uh, chili where uh, Homer is picturing Mindy in the Venus de Milo painting. And there's like two cherubs on either side, and it's uh, Lenny and Carl. He's like, mm. "What's the matter, Homer? You never seen a naked chick riding a clam before?" <laughs> that's, wow, that's gotta be like season three or four, huh? Wow. All right, Erica from Tulsa, Oklahoma wants to know: the Skull and Bones are a secret society at what college? What is Yale? Yale is absolutely correct. Yep, we all know uh, what's his name. Bush went there. Uh huh. Bush Jr. John Kerry. John Kerry. Yeah. Uh, it's all malarkey. Guys, listen. I'm sure. Do you meet think the he, new like, boss, same as the old boss. Meet the new boss. Biden, why, Biden or Trump? Come on. They're both old men that touch people. You remember, remember the don't tase me, bro? Guy? Don't tase me, bro. Do you remember why he, he got tased? He was screaming about John Kerry and Bush no, he asked, being in the same secret Eternity. He wasn't screaming about it. He asked that question during a Q&A to oh, like John Kerry. Oh, very Curry. politely? Yeah. Unlike and, I would do? And they're like, get him out of here. And then they tased him. And yeah. Was the, Don't, Don't tase, tase me, bro. bro. Yeah, that's really fair. How, when was that? That must have been like 2000. That would have been 15 years ago. It, it would have had to have been. Hold on. I was it, a it was junior in high school 2004, school. right? Because it was the Four, second time that W won. years ago? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. All right. Ashley in Oahu wants to know this question. Oh, it's a sports question. Oh, hey. The third question is always a sports question because we know sports are Chuck's Achilles' hoof. Uh, clams are usually my most bestest thing. What's the sunny episode where he's like, I love clams. You got to eat the clams. <laughs> All right. Ashley in Oahu wants to know, due to a freak accident, a 12-year-old boy becomes a major league pitcher in this 1993 comedy. Oh, my God. A 12-year-old boy becomes a major league pitcher in this 1993 comedy. Remember oh, my he, God. Yeah. He breaks his arm. And he can and become a, a good pitcher. Yep. Um, oh, man. <sighs> Hold on. All right. So I know it has the same guy from Home Alone in it. That's like one of the three other movies he's possibly in. He gets Be- trapped in the door. Oh, you mean besides it. Bushwhacked? Yeah. He's in Bushwhacked. <laughs> He's in Home Alone one and two, and he's in a movie where he's like he's like seventeen and he's bicycle biking the whole time, and some kid in his town E.T. bikes the college, and he's not an ET anyway. <laughs> all right, so there's another movie that came out where a young kid inherits a baseball team. That was Little Big League. Oh, okay, so this is Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year is absolutely oh, correct. <laughs> Little Big League, yeah, he he becomes like the manager of the baseball team. Yeah. But he's like a young l- baseball knowledge whiz. Both movies, not also good. good movie. That movie, not as good as her. That was one of those weird times in history where two very similar movies came out for no reason, like Volcano and, and Dante's the, Peak. Dante's Peak. Yeah. And then there was um, The Day, or not The Day, it was, um, it was uh, Armageddon and then the other... Deep Impact. Deep Impact. Remember? Oh, my Lord. And then, yeah, and then I think there was around. Not to be confused with the 1978 Dirty Harry movie, Deep Impact. It's like this a, is a Billy uh, Joel, disaster Elton John. Movie, Deep Impact, where, uh, oh, man, Deep Impact. Do you remember that movie? Yeah, I remember Deep Morgan Impact. Freeman's the Morgan Freeman's the president. Morgan Freeman is the president. I think yeah. that, that's where the quintessential um joke about Mor- Morgan Freeman playing the president came from yeah was I think that movie oh my lord Elijah Woods in it he's the one that discovers yeah, it Elijah Woods in deep impact he's the guy that discovers it bro I haven't seen that movie in much a long like the people time. at the Vatican discovered an asteroid that's gonna hit us in a couple of weeks 
Well, it all comes back around, doesn't it? Oh, you got you got two out of three. And that also means that that's the end of our show. Wow. Thanks for tuning into the Biscuit Bunker. Thanks for supporting Biscuits and Gravy. Vince Bodie, thanks so much for having me today. I feel weird not doing this in front of a studio audience, but I feel glad that I can share this moment with them. And from me to you, hello! Ha 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 ha!